think we give the day enough. I think we tell you when the 2023 Toronto mayoral by-election is. That's still a strange phrase because it's an election unlike any other. We haven't had anything quite like this. We have known that we're going to have a mayoral by-election in essence you know, for the last 28 days, but it is June 26. The first weekend after the mayoral by-election will be Canada Day. So it'll be a very active spring and uh, stepping into the race as some expected her to do and many urged her to do. And she's uh, making her first stop with us this morning to make this uh, announcement uh, is Anna Bailau. It's great to have you on Toronto Today. Thanks very much for making the time. Great to be here, Greg. Um, you've come to this uh, decision. Um, do you come in full on with uh, with any trepidation? Was there any wavering over the last few weeks or was this something you heard? You had more and more people urge you. You had more and more people tell you we need you in this race. How did it all come about? No trepidation at all. Extremely committed. Um, uh, you know, Greg, I, I love this city. I um I'm very thankful that my parents brought our family here and, and that I can still call Toronto home. Um, I really felt uh, a sense of opportunity, a sense of safety and, and a city that worked. And uh, I, I'm proud of being able to give back to, to my city. I've done it, you know, as, as a counselor, my work in nonprofits. And um, what I heard through talking to many people along these weeks uh, is that services are not working for us and mm. life is not affordable in the city. And um, I'm very committed to make sure that we fix services in the city and that we make life more affordable. And that's why I'm running. We talked to you 10 months ago and you announced you wouldn't seek re-election to Toronto City Council. Was there any element of burnout? Was there, you'd done it 12 years. Was there any element of saying, Politics, I'm going to leave it for somebody else. Because here you are back. What What did you think 10 months ago when you stepped away? No, it wasn't burnout. Uh, as you know, I, 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 I've done a lot of work on housing. It's something that I'm deeply passionate about that I need. We need to focus in the city. And so I went on to do um, work on building affordable housing in the city. Um, nobody expected us to be in this situation. I'm sure you can agree with me. Mm -hmm. Nobody expected us to be in a by-election uh, four months after the last municipal election. And I truly believe that we need to get uh, services fixed in the city, that we need to make life more affordable, that we need somebody with the leadership, the experience, the pragmatism, the can-do attitude, the, the take no for an answer, and a plan. And uh, and that's me. And uh, and I'm encouraged by what I heard from 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 people these last few weeks. And I'm energized uh, to to run the campaign and to be the next mayor of Toronto. Yeah, you sound it. And you and you know, and I know how hard it is to sound energized at six thirty four in the morning on a on a Friday. It's anybody. Anybody can do it one day a week. You sound like you got it this morning. I got it every day at six thirty in the morning. I got it every day. You, okay. might, you might not find the same level of energy at I, eleven o'clock, but at six thirty, I'm good. I'm glad you can do it seven days. I've got I've got four <laughs> or five in me a week, and I won't tell you which is the uh, which is the fifth day. Would you have run in 2026 had this not uh, not transpired, if you will, with John Tory? Would you have? thought a lot about it, stepped away, done some other things. Uh, you know, maybe you didn't need reinvigoration, but would you have run in 2026? It's it's a possibility. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to speculate on what would happen or not happen. What I mm. want to make sure is that that in this situation that we have right now, where you know people are you know 
uh, in need of better services of the city of Toronto. And you hear it, uh, Greg, you hear it about the TTC, people waiting for over half an hour to get on a bus. And when it comes, it, you know, they have to wait for the second one to wait on a bus. We need to restore services on the TTC. We need to build the affordable housing. We need to make sure that uh, that services are working for people. You know, people need to, to focus on their daily lives. It's hard out there. It's not affordable. And we need to have City Hall fixing these services to make life more convenient for people and to make services and life more affordable. So you're on City Council for all those years. We went wrong with housing somewhere. Like, I don't know how we'd make a case that that we've done everything the right way. So this is like all of a sudden looking at your credit card bill and it's ugly. So either we overspent or we didn't make proper payments, but we've just we've just woke up and, and this is here. What went wrong with Greg. building housing in the city? Well, Greg, uh, governments were stepping away from housing for decades. And so I'm actually proud to have brought the city back into the housing business and, and started to build housing and using land to build housing and uh, making sure that uh, we're not selling off Toronto community housing, but actually we're, as the largest landlord, providing good services and good housing for people. And that's the kind of leadership that, that, that we need. We need to have better services in the city. We need to have a focus in the city. And I, if I could just say, because, you know, you, you probably read in, in some of the stories, it is really important that we get a better and more fair deal for Toronto. And we need mm -hmm. to make sure that the province takes responsibility over the highways that we have, the DVP and the Gardner. Greg, these were provincial highways uh, until the 90s. They were downloaded on the city. We are the only city in the region that is actually paying for the maintenance of these highways. And at the same time now, their services being cut. This is not fair. The smart thing to do is to make sure that we invest that money into the service for the city of Toronto and services like the TTC, which is actually one of the services that is causing a huge pressure on our budget. Almost $500 million of our, of our budget uh, shortfall is due because of the decrease in ridership. Well, you're not going to bring people back into the TTC if they don't feel safe, if they don't have the bus coming. So we need to work together to make sure these services are back on track and people can move on with their lives in a convenient and affordable way. So someone listening in London or Windsor says, why would my provincial taxes go to pay for a highway that I don't drive on? Like any other highway. Why would the people of Toronto say, why are we the only taxpayers that have to pay for highways that everybody uses? People in Mississauga don't pay for the QEW. People in other cities don't pay for the 400 series. Why are Torontonians the only way, the only ones that have to pay for the Gardner and DVP highways that are used by everybody in this region? That's my question. And, and to be honest with you, credit where credit is due, Greg. Mm. The province every year through the pandemic has been coming with a check to help us with the shortfall in our budget. Well, $500 million of that shortfall is caused by the decrease in ridership. Right. Again, we're not going to solve that problem by cutting services in, this, in the TTC. We're not going to solve that problem by making life harder for people to get to work and more expensive because they don't feel safe and they feel like they need to get a cab because they don't feel safe to get in the subway at 1030 at night. We're going to solve that problem mm. by fixing services and therefore fix the budget. This is actually a solution, a solution that I'm really looking forward to working with the province that's what people expect of governments work together to make life more affordable to fix the services is that something john tory could have been better at how would you view how he worked with the other governments you know what i am what i am doing is i'm running on this 
I am I I think that people of Toronto will agree with me that we need to invest in services and that we need to make sure that the province takes on the responsibility of these highways. I'm running on it like, you know, like the province run on mm. building, you know, 1.5 million homes. And, and I'm looking forward to working with the province to build the 280,000 homes that we need in Toronto. So I'm I, 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 I will have that say of the people, the confidence of the people, the mandate of the people to have this conversation with the province. Anna Bylaw is our guest on Toronto today. One last thing, and I think it's a very macro question instead of a micro question, and I hope we'll be able to unpack it more as the spring continues. There's there's always going to be big city issues that smaller cities wouldn't expect to face. There's always going to be crime. There's always going to be cost of living. There's always going to be infrastructure issues. If you and I suddenly uh, were buddies and we moved to New York City, I don't think it, it, someone said, we want you both to work in New York City, Anna and Greg. I don't think we think we could start off with a condo a kilometer from Times Square. Like there's a process to this. So what do you identify as big city issues and what do you identify as things we can fix? Uh, you know what we need to fix? We need to fix what's causing people to have difficulty in their day-to-day life. Fixing the TTC, make sure people go, you know, it might sound like a big issue, mm-hmm. but Greg, people just need that day-to-day certainty that they're going to get to work on time. You know, let me, things like, I, I, and I spoke about this a few weeks ago, the fact that we don't have cell service in our subway. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy, right? It's <laughs> it just is. a symptom of like, why can't we do these things? It might seem like a small thing, but it's like, why can't we just get it done when we're having a safety issue? You know, we just re- the, uh, yesterday or two days ago, some I can't remember, they released this uh, text line that you can text if you don't feel safe. Well, you don't have service on the subway. Yeah, it's really so convenient you if you've got five more stops to make and, and you're being bothered <laughs> by somebody or assaulted by somebody. That's great. So let let's bring some let's bring the focus on these services because these are the things that have the impact on the day-to-day lives of people we need to make the life of people more convenient and more affordable so that you know they can they can pursue their dreams they can pursue their opportunities they can focus on their lives that that's what people want right now that's what i heard over these last few weeks is this a seven day a week job um going forward the next three months how busy will you be it's a seven-day uh, uh, job for the next four years. <laughs> I meant campaigning. I <laughs> but I, but I, you're not, yeah, you don't get into it without thinking this is a four-year commitment and, and then some. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Anna, you thank- have to be ready to do it, and I am ready to do it I, I and can, to get it done. I yeah. can tell. Um, it's going to make it more interesting. I think you're the first candidate in that I could visualize winning, and I'm sure there's other people that have told you that. I think you're going to make the, uh, the overall race uh, a smarter race as well. Thank you very much for the time today. Certainly hope and, so. Thank and we'll, you, Greg. We'll have more conversations going forward this spring. Thank you, Greg. Looking forward to it. Anna Bailau joining us on Toronto Today. Uh, she made us our first stop. Uh, we're happy that that was the case. But there's going to be, again, there's going to be hard questions to answer. What are Toronto issues and what are issues? What are things that can be fixed tangibly? And what are the ones that can't? I think those are, those are going to divide the candidates as we go forward.